Hello, and welcome to Impact the Borough, a podcast from the Greensboro Chamber of Commerce. I'm Brent Christensen, the president and CEO of the Chamber. Each week, we'll highlight what we're doing to start and grow businesses, create quality jobs, and develop our workforce. We'll also check in with our community partners to share inspiring stories and important information from across our community. This podcast is brought to you by TrueLiant Federal Credit Union, a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, TrueLiant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit TrueLiant.org for more information. So, hi, I'm Dabney Sanders. I'm the project manager of the Downtown Greenway, and I'm thrilled to be here today with Laura Lorenz. Hi, Dabney. It's great to see you and um, be with you today, and we're excited to be here to talk about all the things that are happening on the Downtown Greenway. Yeah, so, Laura, this is a, a really big month, the month of May, with it being National Bike Month, and the Greenway has always had a history of celebrating that event in special ways and we're doing the same thing this year. We've already had some events this month and we've got more to come. So tell us a little bit about what all you have planned for us for National Bike Month. Yes, this is May is always a fun month to get out on the Greenway and we just um, had a great um, Wheels on the Greenway event um, this past weekend and um, we're excited about the other events that we have planned as well as other partners like the city of Greensboro and bicycling in Greensboro. Um, Lots of things going on. We um, did do our bike donation effort that we have done for the past several years and I'm excited to announce that we've collected over 150 bikes for that. Um, We still have more bikes coming in. So if you're listening and you have a bike that's in the garage or in the storage shed that you haven't used for several years, we will take adult bikes, kids bikes um, in any condition. And so we'll let you know at the end um, how you can reach out to us and donate those bikes. Um, We would love to for you to drop them off. And we do have um, Uh, two locations where you can drop the bikes off. REI is one of our partners at Friendly Center and you can drop bikes there or Reconsidered Goods, which is a thrift store on Spring Garden Street will also um, collect the bikes and let us know and we'll go by and pick them up. And we have a great team of volunteers, Dabney, that just uh, Bikesboro and a number of other um, volunteers that just give their time to do the bike repairs. Um, And if you cannot donate or drop off a bike, we'll come pick it up. So I know, Laura, we've had a long-term relationship with the Warnersville Recreation Center in Warnersville, and this year we have a new recreation center we're partnering with. So tell, tell me a little bit about that. Yes, Dabney. So Windsor Recreation Center is in close proximity to the new section that has been completed along Murrah Boulevard. So we just thought this would be a great partnership. We've had such a great relationship with Warnersville over the past several years. And so we wanted to um, connect Windsor Recreation Center. So we did a bike donation there um, a couple of weeks ago and had a great turnout of kids in the neighborhood who came out and learned how to 
properly fit their helmets safely. Um, we, they received a bike. We, our bike volunteers were there to make sure that the bike um, fit properly and did adjustments if needed. And so that was a fun event. Um, we did the Warnersville Rec Center bike donation uh, the week before that and same, same um, turnout there and just lots of happy faces, lots of kids who were so excited about um, receiving a bike and being able to ride around safely in their neighborhood and go to the rec center or go to school um, on their bikes. So that or was- ride, Or ride on the downtown Greenway too, right? Exactly, ride on the downtown Greenway. The nice thing <laughs> is, is Windsor Rec Center is probably two blocks from um, Murrah Boulevard. And so it's an easy, easy little trek over to the Greenway and they can ride the, the loop or ride just even a quarter mile or whatever they want to, just to, just to get out on the Greenway. Another thing that we're doing um, in a couple weeks is we're doing a bike donation to Washington Elementary School. And that is a new partner for us this year. In the past, we've donated to Jones Elementary and Jefferson Elementary. And so um, Washington is right near Windsor Recreation Center. So they're even closer to the downtown Greenway, um, probably about a block or so from Murrah Boulevard. So we will be donating probably about 50 bikes, um, 50 to 60 bikes to kids at Washington Elementary. So that's really exciting. And we're, we're glad to be able to have that new relationship um, um, this year for the bike donation program. Oh, that's wonderful. And yep. talk a little bit about just how the process works. I have a bike that I haven't used in a couple of years and I'm ready to upgrade. And so I want to donate my bike. Let's say it needs a little minor repair to get it up to speed. I, I call you and then you tell me where I can drop it off and then kind of what happens from there to get the bikes actually to the adults or the kids that need them. So we are very fortunate to have a great team of volunteers um, from Bikesboro, which is a nonprofit, Bicycling in Greensboro, REI. Um, we just have such a great, great group of people that just want to give back. And so we have a space that um, we take the bikes to. We'll do the necessary repairs. We can replace tires. We can fix brakes. Um, sometimes if there's a new seat is needed, we can, um, we have donations of, of bike parts in that way, and we can make those updates. So you can donate them to REI, you can, and drop them off there. You can take them to Reconsidered Goods on Spring Garden Street, or you can reach out to our office if you don't have the way, you know, to, to donate them or to drop them off. And we have several volunteers who have the ability to come pick them up. So then we take them, we clean them up, we get them ready, and then we try to match up the size of the bike to the size of the kid. And we do have a lot of young, you know, older teenagers who do need the adult bikes as well. So um, we try to make those connections and get them the bike that's going to fit them the best and that they'll be able to grow into as they as they continue to grow. And a big component of that, of course, is safety. And so we partner with Crumley Roberts, um, with Safe Guilford, um, and Parks and Rec in the city of Greensboro to um, provide free helmets because you really we don't want you riding a bike unless you have a helmet and a helmet is not very good unless it's properly fitted. So we have um, lots of information about how to properly fit your helmet and, and that's a big piece of it as well. So 
That's great. Really impactful program, Laura. And it's it grew from sort of a small idea and has just blossomed. It and has. each year we think that we've gotten all the donated bikes there are to be donated. And then of course that every year people yep. have the need to clean out and it, yep. it's a, it's a win-win for, for everybody. Yes. So if, if, um, you know, we, we really wanted to encourage people to come out uh, last Saturday for the, the Wheels on the Greenway event to get a taste for riding the three miles that are open and doing the detour route um, that runs parallel to the final mile over on the western side that we plan to put out to bid and get under construction later this year. But if, if you couldn't make it on Saturday, then there's still lots of opportunities every day to oh, yes. that, enjoy that. Definitely. We have, uh, you know, a number of um, trailhead parking areas along the downtown Greenway. There's on-street parking, of course, at most of the cornerstone sites. And you can go to our website to get the map of the open sections and find out where the parking um, parking locations are. And you can, you know, if you don't live on or close to the Greenway, you can, of course, drive in and then ride your bike from any point um, or walk or take your scooter or whatever type of wheel you in, in, uh, enjoy. And, um, but if you do live in one of the surrounding neighborhoods, there's, you know, lots of ways to, you know, from your neighborhood to connect to the downtown Greenway. And, and I encourage you to explore it. There's um, so many different places to stop along the downtown Greenway, not only the public art um, that's along the Greenway, but um, but businesses like Deep Roots Market is one of our own, is the only downtown grocery store. So you can ride, you know, ride the Greenway. If you get tired, you can and take a take a rest on one of the benches or stop into Deep Roots and get a, a snack or, um, and then keep on going. So there's lots of things to do, lots of things to see as you go along. We have pollinator gardens along the downtown Greenway. Um, there's water fountains. There's there's just all kinds of little things that, that you would not see from a car and you have to get out on the Greenway to explore it and really um, take advantage of all this, all that there is to do and see. And, and that reminds me, Laura, uh, Blue Duck just recently launched their new e-scooter and e-bike program here in Greensboro. Yeah. And so for people who uh, are interested in riding a bike or a scooter, but don't have access to one um, or don't own one, mm -hmm. you can um, actually rent the Blue Duck bikes or scooters, and that's a great way to enjoy. Definitely, definitely. And that makes me, reminds me of an event, another event we have coming up in May. It's on May 20th, and it's part of um, Bike to Work Week. And so May 20th is a Thursday and from four to six, we're going to have a little, so ride your bike to work. And then on the way home, you can stop by and visit some of the local um, businesses that are located at the corner of Elm and Fisher. So that section of course has been um, recently completed, that whole section from Murrow on Murrow from Gate City Boulevard up to Fisher has been completed. So we're, we wanna celebrate that. And we want people to, to um, know about what's, what's in that area. And so Blue Duck will also be there that day doing demos. Um, so if you haven't tried out one or you're a little hesitant to try out an e-scooter or an e-bike, feel free to stop by from four to six. 
um, Haynes Library will be there, um, the Corner Slice, um, Fisher's Grill, Downtown Fitness, and First Pres will all be there welcoming everyone to that section of the Greenway. There'll be free pizza, um, drinks, and some other popcorn and some other giveaways. So um, we just want to, um, th they're excited about the Greenway being finished at that corner and that section. And so we're just celebrating that. So ride your bike or if, if you're not, if you don't have a bike, um, come out and try um, the demos at, that Blue Duck will have there so you can see what it's like to, to maybe try out one of the scooters or the e-bikes. So we're excited about that event as well. That's great. And that's part of a national effort, that national uh, ride your bike to work week and this ride your bike to work day in particular. So it's kind of fun that Greensboro is a part of a, of a larger effort going around all over the country where we're encouraging people Definitely. to uh, ride their bikes to work. So that, that reminds me, Laura, with, with thinking about encouraging people to explore and ride the downtown Greenway, I would love to talk a little bit about some of the public art that you mentioned earlier that we have along the trail. Um, we certainly use that public art to tell community stories, um, to recognize the neighborhoods that people are passing through along the downtown Greenway. We commission artists to uh, do create bike racks, benches, um, and it, it's kind of exciting, this new section along Moreau Boulevard that's just recently opened. We have three new commission pieces that are just at the early stages of getting off the ground. And two of those are for neighborhood benches, one for the Dunleith neighborhood, and the other for the East Market Street neighborhood. And we've commissioned artist uh, Nico Amortigi from Charlotte to do the Dunleith neighborhood. Okay. And Nico just recently had his first community meeting with the Dunleith neighborhood. And it was super exciting. Um, the neighborhood is very excited about being engaged in that process of speaking with Nico about not only the history of their neighborhood, but the values that the neighborhood holds and the kinds of stories that, that the neighborhood would like to tell through the work that Nico is gonna create. Yeah, I think that makes us really unique, Dabney, in a way. Um, I feel like I'm sure there's other places in the country that do this, but the engagement that we we do are surrounding our public art and trying to um, involve the community and the neighborhoods to get their input and their suggestions is just really unique. And I think that makes sets us apart from a lot of other places. I agree. I agree. And it's it's been it's one of the things that we look for when we select artists. We look for artists who really value that community engagement and are interested in that interaction between the community. So we're excited for Nico. He's coming back to Greensboro. He's actually going to um, participate in the Dunleith Neighborhoods Porch Fest that they do oh, every year. Great. Yeah. The neighborhood said, this is such a great way to get a feel for who we are as a community. Right. So we're, we're real excited about that. And then Teresa Arico from Chapel Hill is the artist that we have selected to do the work with the East Market Street neighborhood. And she is also just beginning her engagement process. We're having a meeting with um, Max Sims of East Greensboro Now and Ellen Moore, who is a 
longtime Greenway supporter and a member of our education and communications uh, team. As you know, Laura, you yes. work closely with, with Ellen. Yep. Um, and as a small business owner on East Market Street, Ellen really has a great perspective about that community. Um, Definitely. She'll really um, provide a lot of insight and that'll be a great way to start that conversation um, um, for that bench as well. We can't wait to see what that what the design and what the um, what the ideas are that will come out of those meetings. That's exciting. Yeah, yeah it is. And then the third piece that we've commissioned is for the area along Murrow Boulevard that goes underneath Summit Avenue. You may remember, you know, Summit goes overhead. We've um, and so it's a, a really nice place for a piece of art along the concrete wall of that underpass. And so um, another Charlotte artist, Sharon Dowell will be doing that piece. And she is planning a trip to uh, Greensboro in just a couple of days. And we're gonna be meeting with some folks from the city just to kind of look at what she can and can't do to that structure. And as she begins to think about the design for that. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. When do we think um, those will uh, be more or less finished, those three projects? I think they'll be finished this fall. It's we we want the artists to really have plenty of time to do that community engagement work. And then once that happens and they present a design that's approved then we'll start really looking at what that fabrication schedule is like. But I think by this fall, we'll have uh, those three pieces completed. That'll be great. And hopefully in time for the run for the Greenway on October 23rd. So as everyone is running the four mile loop, they'll be able to see all of the new art that is along Mar Boulevard. That's exciting. So there's another um, huge art piece that will be going in um, hopefully sometime this year, the Freedom Cornerstone. You wanna share with, with our um, listeners a little bit about what the where, where we stand with the design and fabrication of the Freedom Cornerstone. Sure. Well, the Freedom Cornerstone, of course, this is the fourth and final cornerstone of these major works of public art that mark the four corners of the downtown Greenway. Each of the cornerstones has a theme that's related to Greensboro's history and celebrating those things that really have made our community what it is today. And um, we had to to do the Freedom Cornerstone last because the site on which it's being built required the reconfiguration of the intersection of Murrow and Gate City Boulevard. And while it's last, it is certainly not least, and it really celebrates such an incredibly important piece of our history, looking at the sit-in movement that happened here and the impact that this local movement in Greensboro had on catalyzing the national civil rights movement. So an incredibly important part of Greensboro's history. Um, we love that the location is in that southeast corner of the downtown Greenway. It's very close to NCA&T, very close to Bennett College, of course, um, so critical to that movement. Um, we selected artist Radcliffe Bailey out of Atlanta to do this piece, and we had an incredible number of applicants that applied for this Freedom Cornerstone. I think it really struck um, a chord with, with artists from across the country. And to be honest, we were kind of surprised that Radcliffe applied. He is an artist who is on such 
a high level and an international scale that it had just, I just thought he was, would have been busy with projects all over the world, but there was really something about um, this particular theme and working in Greensboro, he was very touched by Greensboro's um, history with the Underground Railroad as well. Right. And so he has created a really beautiful, beautiful design that has lots of subtle and some not so subtle uh, references to that important history. And his design has been approved. He is now working on his engineered drawings and going through the approval process from the city standpoint. And we hope that we'll see some actual construction on that site um, later this summer. He is, is planning on having that completed in September, middle of September. And so it'll be a perfect opportunity for the community to engage with that, as you mentioned, at the Run for the Greenway on October 23rd. Yes, we're very lucky and honored to have Radcliffe um, part of our many um, talented and wonderful artists who have created um, pieces of art along the downtown Greenway. Um, there is another piece that we have recently finished that um, is very exciting. Um, and I would love for you to share with our listeners uh, the, about the Westwood site, which is on uh, the northern section um, there along the rail line, which has not been completed. Tell us a little bit about um, that piece and, and the artist Thomas Sayer. Sure. Well, and it's on the on the western section along yeah, the former railroad line. Um, yeah. So a, a lot of the art that we have done was originally envisioned with the original master plan that was done for the Greenway back in, in the early 2000s when we were first really thinking about how we would, would lay this out. The Westwood site was one that kind of came to us a little bit later in the process. It wasn't a part of that original vision, but as we were exploring the area, we just realized it was an incredible opportunity to do something special. And we had long wanted to work with Thomas Sayer. Thomas is an artist based in Raleigh. He's known really for these monumental earth castings that he does. And the particular site at Westwoods, which is located along the former railroad corridor in between Guilford Avenue and Friendly Avenue. And it's on a piece of property owned by Greensboro College. The, there's a building on that property that now houses their theater department where they build their sets uh, for their theater productions. But at one time that building had been a, a bonded warehouse. It was Greensboro's first bonded warehouse and it was where all of the cotton came in to town uh, for the textile industry, of course, that was, was burgeoning at that time. So a really important historic site, uh, the College Branch Stream runs through there. And it's just a little oasis there that a lot of people don't know about because you wouldn't have really had an opportunity to see it. And right. it's not something you'll ju you just can drive by and see necessarily and realize it's there. Exactly. And so we had had this idea that we wanted to work with Thomas in some capacity and we just had not had the right project for him. So when we looked at this site, we realized his work was so suited for it we applied for a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts, which of course is a very competitive 
grant process and we received that grant funding and then we um, also sought out some additional uh, funding and the city of Greensboro's water resources department was interested in being a part of funding this project because of the relationship to the college branch stream um, they're interested in educating the community about water quality and the importance of that, obviously, to the health of our overall community. And so they were delighted with Thomas's ideas around how to incorporate that whole idea of water quality education into his piece. And then the Simula Foundation, which, of course, has been a long time and uh, our largest supporter of the Downtown Greenway was really inspired by Thomas's work as well and provided some additional funding that has allowed us to put this project into place. So Thomas worked over the fall uh, on actually doing the earth castings. It's an amazing process and I would encourage folks to go to our website to learn a little bit more about how that process happens. Definitely. Um, we have videos of that from the fall and on the website. So um, if you if you didn't see that or weren't able to join us for those viewings, definitely check out the website. Yeah, it's it's really it's it's hard to describe. You almost have to see it, it in person. Yeah. The, the videos and the photos to to right. that. So uh, Thomas did that and then we ha we had a little um, time where uh, he had completed the earth, earth casting part of his work but had to do some finishing touches on the site and those have just been completed and all in anticipation of our big opening celebration that will be happening on May 22nd at 11 o'clock and we are doing a com sort of a, um, a combined event. We are doing having some in-person uh, opportunities for people to enjoy that, but then we're live streaming it so many, many more folks can enjoy what happens at that opening. And, and um, we'll have Thomas, of course, say a few words, um, but then we're real excited about working with a group out of Winston-Salem called Activate, and they are doing sort of a Cirque du, Cirque du Soleil style performance really based around that piece. And so it'll be a premiere performance, um, interactive, super fun. I don't think we've, have we, Laura, done anything? No, like we really haven't. And this is, um, this is something that I think people are really going to be surprised about and, um, and really enjoy. I think it really will show off that the, um, the site and it'll just be a great celebration of, of getting closer to having the entire four mile loop complete. So um, we're excited to look out for more information on our social media um, and our e-blast about the upcoming event on May 22nd. The other thing that that event will do in addition to celebrating the opening of, and we've been calling it the Westwood site, the name actually has a piece that Thomas has just recently shared with us and it's called Cairns Course. And cairn is a word, I don't know if everybody knows that word, but it's it's a word that describes stacked rocks that you often will see as wayfinding on trails and in the woods. And so Thomas liked that reference to these cairns of these stacked pieces of his, and also this idea of course, 
with the stream going through there, uh, the fact that we're on uh, Greensboro College property and we have all these other colleges and universities that we interface with so much uh, on the downtown Greenway. So we'll be celebrating um, the final installation of Cairns course, but we'll also be doing a quote um, groundbreaking for that final mile as we'd like to call it. Yeah, that's so um, exciting. Yeah, the railroad line. And even though that'll happen a little later this year, we we're uh, thinking by doing a little groundbreaking, that'll just keep keep plugging it forward. Definitely, definitely. So um, tell us a little bit about the timeline of when we think maybe um, um, the, the entire four mile loop would be complete. Well, it, it sort of depends on when we actually get this final phase under construction. So that final mile, I imagine is gonna be about a 12 to maybe 18 month uh, project to complete. And so hopefully if we can get that uh, under construction by the end of this year, we'll be looking at uh, 2023 for a completion of the whole entire four miles. And then we'll be talking about a really big celebration at that definitely, point. Definitely. I think we should start planning that now. Very. Yeah. Exciting. So Laura, I know we're, um, we just have a few minutes left to chat, but, but we have so much going on in terms of programming of ways that people can enjoy and engage with the Greenway coming up this spring and summer and, and into the yeah. fall. And just hit a few highlights for us of what people can, can look forward to. Well, let me just remind you that at any point, you can always go to our website. We have a great um, events calendar, and that's where we post all of the events. So if you miss something um, or just want to check and see what's going on, you know, um, check out that. You can get to that from our homepage um, on the and website. That's, that's www.downtowngreenway.org. Yeah, backslash events. And, um, and you can also sign up for our weekly email blast. We do an email blast every week that just announce announces construction updates and events like um, uh, the wheels on the greenway and the ribbon cutting and all of those. But we are excited um, on May. Well, we just actually kicked off um, our um, fitness classes that we've done. This is the ninth year that we have partnered with the Bryan YMCA to offer free fitness classes on the downtown Greenway. And so those are every Tuesday night from six to seven. They'll run through the end of September. And um, we've got a lot of new classes this year. We're just uh, excited that we can have continued this partnership. And so uh, we, we do practice social distancing at all of our events. Um, and so we, we encourage that. Um, to wear your mask when you're checking in for any event and um, and participating in that way, but um, but that's that's exciting. So come out for that. We have goat yoga on May the eighth, which we did that in the fall and had over 40 people who. Um, attended that event so you can get that information on our website we are one thing we try to do Dabney is do events in different sections of the downtown Greenway so we can activate different spaces and just give people the opportunity to to see um, a part of the Greenway that they may not may not have um, been to before um, goat yoga will be at the corner of um, 
MLK and Bragg Street along that nice section there, that's that grassy area as you're looking towards Gate City Boulevard. Right. Um, and there's and, some kind of trees there, so it's oh yes, yeah. so shaded and a little shaded, and it's very nice. Parking is very accessible. There's parking along Bragg, and for any events, um, we do ask that you email just so that we know that you're coming, and that way we can send out a reminder and share parking information and share um, any information about cancellations because most of our events are outside which is nice but then weather weather does sometimes play a factor there so um, just let us know that you're coming and um, and and those are just some of the events that we have um, coming and up so for people that don't have never done goat yoga you and I have done it and it's super super fun but um, <laughs> Tell everybody what, what you can expect with goat yoga. Well, if you're a hardcore yogi, you know, you're not going to get a real hardcore yoga instruction class. Now you do get some yoga, but it's really about the feel good, um, being, being loved on by the goats. So the goats will come up to, we, we block off the entire area. And so the goats can't run out to the road, which is important. And they, they just love being near you. They will come up. And so if you're doing a yoga pose, if you're doing, they'll stand on your back, they'll come lay beside you while you're doing a pose. Um, and there, it just, it, it's, you know, we all need a little feel good kind of happy, um, uh, type of event and this is one of those so um, unite us yoga Kathy has done this for many years and is is so uh, brave to bring her goats downtown um, to the downtown Greenway so um, we're, we're excited about that event and 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 the and the goats are friendly people have asked me oh my gosh will they will they kind of attack you but no they're very friendly and they just are very loving and just want to just just like a pet want to be near you and and it just is a great great fun morning so come out and join us on that day. Well, I think on that note, we yeah. ought to, we ought to wrap it up because yeah. um, <laughs> we've covered a lot today. There's a lot going on and there's a lot of different ways to, to explore. We also, I will say that as we wrap up, we always need volunteers um, to help clean up the greenway or spread mulch or pull weeds or pick up trash. So if you, you have a group that's interested, reach out to us and um, we, we will definitely, um, enjoy hearing from you and, and can put you to work. So thanks, um, Dabney. This was a great conversation today. Yeah, and Laura, thank you so much for all this really creative and exciting programming. It's wonderful to help people think a little more about different ways in which they can enjoy and use the Greenway. So we hope we'll see you out on the downtown Greenway. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Truliant Federal Credit Union a modern, mission-driven financial institution focused on the needs of its members, the businesses it serves, and our community. With five locations in Guilford County, including a dedicated commercial lending office at Friendly Center and a highly rated mobile banking app, Truliant makes it their business to help you grow yours. Visit truliant.org for more information. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube thanks to our video sponsor, North State. Make sure to subscribe so you'll get new episodes delivered to your device each week. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GSO Chamber. See you next time.